you just never think that when you know another way of life, you never think that you would never think that it could get this way growing up. Because when I was growing up, we were, and I've said it over and over and over again, I understand it now, more so now than ever before in my life, because when I was growing up, it just seemed the right thing to do, it was natural. But we were taught to love and not to hate, to be strong and not to be weak, to work, um, to work and take care of yourself, uh, to treat others the way you would like to be treated. It, you know, I, I was interviewed by someone yesterday on another show, black person, and they, wanted, they were around my age, and they wanted badly to push this idea of racism. No, 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 racism, racism, this. But when I was growing up, we were, I'd never even heard the word racism, racism. It was all about good versus evil. I remember when my, uh, when my, when we were growing up and in our neighborhood, if we as kids would go out to play, and we discovered that little kids, some, you know, some little kids are just bad kids. Not that they were robbing and doing all the crazy stuff. But the parents was saying, no, you can't play with those kids. You have to stay away from them. Because they saw it as bad, as evil. Not as, and they didn't want the children to be influenced by it. But never racism. And this thing is so out of hand and it has brainwashed so many young people and, and some well, millennials, a little older than millennials and then disease, that it is so rooted in lies that I, it just, you can't overcome that lie if you just pull away and think for yourself. You can overcome it. But we need to come back together as one and disagree on issues but not hate one another. What the? This is insane. And the ones that are causing you or encouraging you to hate, they just want control over your life. They want money and power for themselves. They don't care about you. And it doesn't matter what color you are. They're not looking out for you, and it's dumb to want someone like that to look out, especially adults, to look out for you anyway. Any man that would put another human being over you, you weak. You're pathetic. Really, you're just weak. And then instead of looking at that, you blame others for it. What the? I never heard so many whiny men in all my life. And we all go through stuff in life, but you got to have love. You can't have hate. And this idea about racism is such a big lie. It just is one of the major lies in our country today. 
It's just not true. It's a made-up word. And the liars, the pushers of that word, have been allowed to get away with it for so long. And now they use it for everything. And it's such a lie. It's just a lie. It's just a lie. A lie, senor. See? It's just not true. Oh, lie. <laughs> it's just not true. And I'm urging you, do what you want. I will let that go and look at myself and see that it is spiritual. There's a war happening within you and one outside of you and others. And it has nothing to do with race. It's a lie, all this race pushing and making these stupid black movies about racism, some underground woman, slaves, all that dumb stuff. And if some of those things happened, that was then. It's not happening now. It's not now. If slavery happened, it was way back yonder. What, 250 years ago? 150 years, however. It's not happening now, but the people are acting as though it's happening right now. I want my country back. Yesterday, Joe Biden said... Uh, we are a nation of morally depraved people. I ran for president because I believe we're in a battle for the soul of this nation. And the simple truth is, our soul will be troubled as long as systemic racism is allowed to persist. We aren't just less of them. We are not just a nation of, of morally deprived because of systemic racism. We're also less prosperous. We're less successful, we're less secure. The deprived soul, depraved soul, whatever you want to call it, is due to the lack of returning to the Father. Joe Biden doesn't know what he's talking about. And look like Joe Biden just up there reading something. We got to come back to love, folks. I don't care. Salvation is of the heart. It's about love. Return to love. So Las Vegas, Las Vegas moved to reopen schools amid rise in student suicide. And I think we mentioned this either this week or last week, that the suicide rate, according to the reports, have gone up in uh, Las Vegas. Listen to this. The Clark County School District in Las Vegas, Nevada, that is, had 18 student suicides as of December and nine in the past year. 18 student suicides as of December and nine in the past year. The youngest student suicide was nine years old and another student left a note saying they had nothing to look forward to. Nothing to look forward to. Nine years old. Why would a nine-year-old child want to take his or her life? That doesn't even make sense. At nine years old, what was I doing at nine? Running around the house. Playing in the yard. Going to school. Sometimes. What is there to look forward to at nine years old? You're not thinking about looking forward. Something else is wrong. He's not, this child, whether boy or girl, or these 
students who have committed suicide, they're not getting love at home. The parents are screwed up. I blame the parents. I blame the parents. Because when you're a child and you're growing up in a halfway decent home, you're not thinking about those things. This is from Fox 5. A 15-year-old girl was stabbed to death inside a Louisiana Walmart store in a brutal incident captured on social media. Watch this. Been on live about finna fight. I don't give a f- who you is. You got to fight that hoe. I just been. I have to tell you. Man, I need my mate. I need my back from Brandon. He need to get back. Who? Little Nana, I'm coming for show. Jamaica, we got egg. Yeah, we about to come out. Soon as my sister's gone. Fucking tell me. Do you know? And I have to use myself because I know where I come from. You know where I came from. Um, when I was growing up, this was unheard of until I went up to Gary, Indiana. And people always tried to put the South down, pretend that it was so bad. It was worse up North. When I was growing up, fights like that was unheard of. You didn't even know people thought that way. And I've never seen that type of stuff at a store in school or anything in Alabama. It was only when I went up to Indiana. I remember going to uh, Edison High School when I was in the um, um, 11th grade. I went up to Indiana for a minute. And so I went to that high school there. And it was mixed. And at the time, they had a white mayor. But then before they had an election and a black guy ran for mayor and he won. So I remind you, when the white man was in charge, there was peace at the school. It was all this stuff going on. The very next day after they elected the first black mayor of Gary, Indiana, the very next morning, they did the election on the Tuesday, I believe, I believe, Wednesday morning, all hell broke loose. It was like someone text the blacks and said, okay, the mayor is in now. Y'all can go and let hell loose. They came in and they were fighting on the bus. They were fighting the white kids in the hallways, in the classrooms, and everywhere. It was so bad on the buses because the blacks and the Mexicans were fighting too. That's mean this whole idea of black and brown, that's not real. Mexicans don't like black people. And black people are trying to use them in the same way the uh, blacks and whites, liberal whites, have used black people and are still using them. Black and brown, black and brown. They don't get along at all. But all hell broke loose. It was so bad that some evenings I would not even ride the bus back home. I would just walk because I was scared of the blacks. I know how the white folks feel because in Alabama, I wasn't raised that way. They, according to this report, a 15-year-old girl was stabbed to death at Walmart in Louisiana. Who would have thought? It's going to get worse if we don't restore the family, if we don't 
return to the fathers. All that other crap is just a waste of time. And men, y'all need to wake up. The world needs you. You got to stop being weak like little girls. Here's a picture of an 18-year-old Jackson Redfit. And this guy, and we told you about him earlier this week, he called the FBI on his father for going to D.C. And here's a photo. Wait, do we have that sound bite? I want to play that again. Oh, you're already showing it. So that's a photo of the boy that called his father, the FBI on his father, because he went to D.C. He was a, a Trump supporter. And he had, he's a little radical. And he has on a, a, a pink hat that says um, F, F12. That means, my producer told me that means F the police. F the police. But when we played that soundbite for you, it seemed like he was so innocent. They showed all clean looking and innocent. I just, do we have a soundbite there? I'm pulling it out. Okay, let me know. Uh, so I want you to look at him now, right? This is a radical. But they didn't show you that on CNN or anywhere else when they were talking about how this boy called the police on his father. Man Why arrested innocent, for his look. involvement in the capital violence got on law enforcement's radar after a tip from his own son. Guy Reffitt's son, a teenager, says his dad threatened him and their family to try to stop them from turning him in. Fox News' David Centendry spoke with Reffitt's son today. David. Yeah, Blake, Guy Reffitt's 18-year-old son says his father drove to Washington, D.C. with a friend. He says his father is part of a far-right militia group and that his views, like many others across the country, have radicalized. I got in contact with the FBI after the Capitol riots about my dad. 18-year-old Jackson Reffitt of Wiley says he called the FBI to give warning of his father, Guy Reffitt, who is now charged for his alleged role in the insurrection at the Capitol building. It was my moral compass, kind of, to do what I thought would protect not only my family, but my dad himself. And it wasn't just because I think my dad is aggressive. I think what he's been manipulated into thinking is aggressive. The See how innocent he looked? Let me see you in the pink hat that says F-12. That's him right there. What? No. It's a spiritual battle. Look at him. F the police. F-12. But, oh, I called the cops on my dad because I, I wanted to protect my family. And uh, uh, I'm just so innocent. And, and I, I, he didn't say it because I hated the police. <laughs> I wonder how you feel about Donald Trump if he got a, has on that hat, a pink hat that says F-12. Do what you want, folks, but I would go back to thinking for myself. I would go back to thinking for myself. Do what you want, though. I just never, I didn't know people would give up their lives to others like this. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, 
and share the Jesse Lee Peterson radio show for us. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it. 